What we need in these last days. This is the central thought of this episode of Gleanings from the Bible, a weekly podcast sharing nuggets of truth from the Word of God. And now, here is your host, author, and retired pastor, Dr. Fred Schindler. I'd like to share with you some thoughts from 2 Timothy, the third chapter, verse number one. And it says, This know also that in the last days perilous times shall come, for men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection, truth breakers, false accusers, incontinent, uh, fierce, despisers of those that are good, traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasure, more than lovers of God, having the form of godliness, but denying the power thereof, for such turn away. For of this sort are they which creep into houses and have led captive silly women laden with sins, led away with divers lust, ever learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. That's quite an indictment against this world that we live in. And, um, and I thought I'd share a few thoughts because as we look at our country and, of course, around the world, I think sometimes somebody said something the other day to me about believing in an American God. And, uh, and I think what they meant was we, we, we think that God and America are somehow synonymous and that uh, somehow God is only interested in America and not the world, but the Bible says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. And uh, so God is interested in the world. And uh, when we read these scriptures, if I was to read these scriptures in in uh, Africa, it would still mean the same in Africa they do here. Uh, means that in that in that country of Africa, these are the conditions of people's hearts and lives. And um, we've got to keep that in mind that God knows exactly who we are and what we are and where we are and how we act and how we don't act and uh, and what we're doing with our lives. And he, he certainly knows what's in our hearts. And uh, and so I want to just think, let, let's think together about that for a few minutes, will you? What do we need in these last days? There's a lot of things that are important. I know that um, uh, as we face each day, and we look at our, the conditions of our world and the conditions of our country. This is where we live. This is what we have to do with. I, I don't get up in the morning and think about the laws that are in England. I don't get up and think about anything that's going on in Africa. This is America. It's where I live. It's where I serve the Lord, where I go to church and where I see my family and so on. And um, now... Now, I do believe we're in the last days. It says, the last days shall be perilous days. Also, it's called the day of the Lord. And um, let me give you a thought on that. It's called the day of Christ and the day of the Lord. What it's saying, I believe there, is it's like if I told you, I want to talk to you a few minutes about Abraham and his day. You know, Abraham had a day. or he Abraham served the Lord in this day and so on. So, the day that we live in is a day that the Lord could come back. And uh, so we've got to keep in mind that Jesus is going to come back. Uh, it was a real sobering thought. I was, I was preparing for a sermon, 
uh, here not too long ago a message, and I was asking God, and I happened to come across a statement. I'm not even sure whether it was in an article or in a book or something, so forgive me for, you know, not remembering. Um, they say the only thing, the only time something's original is when you forgot where you got it. <laughs> but anyhow, they said uh, somebody asked Webster, the, the man who gave us our dictionary, ask him what was the most sobering thought that ever crossed his mind. He said, he thought a minute and he said, I believe the most sobering thought I've ever had is the fact that I'm going to stand before Jesus Christ at the judgment seat of Christ and I'm going to give an answer for all my actions and attitudes and words and uh, so on before the Lord Jesus. And uh, boy, I tell you, that sobered me up a little bit right, right away. Wow, I'm going to answer God. You better keep that in mind that Jesus is coming again when he comes. Thank God we're going to get a new body. Thank God we're going to be with Jesus forever and ever and ever. Thank God we're going to go to heaven and all the saints of God. What a time that will be. But the real truth is it also says I'm going to stand before the Lord and I'm going to give an account of what I've done in my life, whether it be good or bad. And uh, so we need to keep the second coming of the Lord in mind. Uh, you know, Peter, Second Peter says that. They said, oh, boy, he's, they've been saying that since, oh, man, since the fathers fell asleep. And no, he's not coming, but he's coming. And he knows exactly when. Uh, the father knows exactly when. And at that moment, he'll say, okay, son, go get, the, go get your wife. Go get your bride. And uh, we'll go up to be with him. So Jesus is coming soon, and we need to keep our eye on that. Uh, I know there's another reason, I think, why we need to um, uh, recognize these last days, is that we better get our loved ones saved. You know, in Second Thessalonians, uh, uh, God talks about the second coming of Christ, and he warns them about the Antichrist, and he warns the people on earth that if they believe the Antichrist lie, and, uh, and they do not get saved, and they refuse to get saved, and the rapture comes, and God's people are taken out of here, they're going to be left behind because they're not saved. They have pleasure in unrighteousness, the Bible says. So God shall send them strong delusion that they'll believe a lie. And, uh, Father, they, and, 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 and that means they will, not, they will not be able to be saved. And uh, so I say my, one of my loved ones, uh, well, he, I witnessed to him talking to him, and by this has happened in my life. I witnessed to loved ones, and uh, they said, well, you know, I'm not interested in that, 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 whatever, and they rejected Christ. The real truth is, if at that moment uh, the rapture came and God came back and got me, then they would then uh, be given strong delusion to believe the devil's lie because they had pleasure in their unrighteousness and they didn't want God and didn't need to trust the Lord, they, they thought, or they could put it off for whatever reason. But it'll be too late, too late. They will believe the Antichrist. They will go to hell and burn forever and ever and ever and ever and ever. See, so it's really important that we remember and we need to get our loved ones saved. You know, we need, we need to be kind and we need to be factual and we need to live what we, what we say and everything. But when you witness to your loved ones, it may be difficult and everything, trying to break down that wall. But the real truth is you need to, you need to uh, ask God to give you wisdom how to approach your loved ones, to give them the gospel so that they all get saved. 
they, they may not be uh, real open, but we need to tell them and we need to talk to them and try to get them to, to understand they need to be saved. Somebody said, well, I'm afraid I'll drive them off. And I thought, well, where are you going to drive them off to? Hell number one, hell number two, hell number three. They're going to die. Do you realize right now an unsaved person dies? He goes to hell forever and ever and ever and ever and ever. So it's real important that we, uh, that we um, uh, tell our loved ones uh, about Christ. Well, you have a real good day. God bless you. Thank you for listening to Gleanings from the Bible. If you'd like more information about Dr. Schindler, or if you'd like to contact him, please visit fredschindler.org. That's F-R-E-D-S-C-H-I-N-D-L-E-R dot org. And again, thanks for listening.